0: Welcome back my friends to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This segment brought to you by Main West Animal Hospital.
1: Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. <laughs>
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Dog Talk. I'm your host, Dave McMahon. I am the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. I'm happy to be here with you right now. We're going to have a blast on the show tonight, as we do each and every week. I almost fell off my chair when I was uh, reading... Yeah, can you imagine? What's the sound of me falling off my chair again? Pretty much, almost, almost fell off my chair. I, I grabbed, you know, the, the seat of the chair with both hands because I was reading in the news that there is a a new dog food company that is offering people six thousand dollars to smell their dogs' poop and to examine their dogs' poop for two months. Now, just listen to this. It's a plant-based pet food company. That's right, a brand new plant-based pet food company offering pet owners $6,000 to smell their dog's poop for two months. The company is called Omni. Now, you are required to switch your dog to the plant-based diet. (laughs) And then you have to keep track of the poops. And you have to smell it. And there's a number of things you've got to do. You know, you've got to keep notes and records. And if you do this for two months, you're going to make six grand. It's kind of a, uh, a crappy job, but seems to pay well. Omni, new plant-based pet food company, offering six grand to smell the dog's poop and examine it for two months straight. But like I said, you got to quit your food entirely and go to this this uh, plant-based diet. A lot of people doing the plant-based diet, and it's helping their health. So I hear. I don't know. I haven't switched to plant-based diet yet. Uh, but I will tell you about uh, my drinking uh, hobby. <laughs> I do prefer I do prefer uh, beer and wine. Although once in a while I'll have a cider. And the funny thing is. I I wouldn't choose cider normally if I was out for dinner. It's just not something I really like that much uh, because I find they're too sweet or there's some artificial yuckiness about it. I was at friends' houses, uh, good friends Terry and Shannon in Niagara-on-the-Lake. So Deb and I were there for dinner a while back and uh, Terry brought out some cider, Top Dog Cider. And it was the most delicious cider I have ever had in my life. It was clean and crisp, and there was no extra sugar added. It was just the most delicious cider I ever had. And uh, I said, where did you get it? And he said he got it just past Port Dover, uh, out in Port Rowan, uh, on this uh, Hounds of Erie Winery." So uh, we're going to talk with the owners of Hounds of Erie uh, Winery, located in Port Rowan. It's a dog-friendly winery. We're going to talk with the owners of Melissa and Matt Vaughn in a couple of minutes. And, uh, and they've got all kinds of uh, events that they do. Again, it's a dog-friendly winery. What I love is they've got really cool names for a lot of their wines and their ciders They are dog lovers. They have a mascot, which is a Great Dane. I believe they've had more than one Great Dane. Anyway, we're going to chat with them very uh, shortly. And then Wolf Starchild, I know that's a trippy name, isn't it? Wolf Starchild is a regular on the Dog Talk radio show. He's an outdoor educator, adventurist. Uh, This guy does everything from walking on fire to uh, throwing axes, teaching people wilderness survival, Well, today he's coming on the show to talk about dog sledding with your Northern breed of dog for fun, recreational dog sledding. Uh, He's also a canine first aid instructor, all time really interesting dude. And he walks around barefoot, like in the snow. I've seen him do it. His toes are red and everything. And he's got like earrings on his toe, you know, like rings on his toe. Anyway, doesn't matter. (laughs) What matters is we're going to have a good time on the show, as always. And the Dog Talk show is brought to you by Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training in Niagara Falls. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and we'll chat with the owners of a dog-friendly winery called Hounds of Erie, located in Port. Rowan, Ontario, Melissa and Matt Vaughn will be with me in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned.
3: First thing we climb a tree and admit it, then we talk or sit silently and listen to our thoughts with illusions of some day. This is our life. If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, the food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. Open Monday to Thursday 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today.
4: Why do so many pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable with financing for qualifying clients and are now welcoming back patients into the clinics. Visit Main West Animal Hospital at mainwestvet.com and Heartland Animal Hospital at niagarafallsanimalhospital.com.
0: Looking for a job? Visit the Works Hiring Hub at 610CKTB.com. Connecting job seekers to businesses. The Works Hiring Hub will keep you up to date with openings in the region. Review listings, research companies, and apply online. Details at 610CKTB.com.
5: CTV's The Good Doctor returns tonight. Change is pushing the team to the edge.
2: I can't trust you.
5: Get into an all-new episode of The Good Doctor. Returns tonight at 10, only on CTV. Then stream anytime.
3: This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital.
1: Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk
2: 610,
3: CKTV. The beautiful
2: music of the tragically hip. Welcome back to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. With me now is Melissa and Matt Vaughn. They are the owners of a dog-friendly winery called the Hounds of Erie. Welcome to the program, guys. Hello. Hey, Dave. Melissa and Matt, glad you could join us. As I mentioned, I became familiar with your outstanding uh, cider when I was visiting uh, Terry and Shannon, good friends of uh, Deb and I in Niagara on the Lake. And uh, Terry says, you want a cider? I says, well, I think I'll take a beer. No, no, try, try the cider, he says. I says, all right. So I had it and I said, my God, that's refreshing. And then what caught me was the bottle too, because there's like top dog cider. I thought that was cool. And then the picture of the Great Dane. And I thought, I've got to reach out to these people and shine the spotlight on their business. And that's what I did. So I want to welcome both of you to the Dog Talk show. Not only do you own a dog-friendly winery, but you are both dog owners and dog lovers. And uh, welcome to the Dog Talk Show. Yeah. Thank
6: you. Yeah. Thanks very much, Dave. Uh,
2: pleasure to be here, and uh, great that uh, yeah, we love your show. So uh, uh, thanks for having us. Right on. When did you launch the winery? Well, we started as a virtual winery back in about, and uh, over the last
6: three years. Here at our property, Um that's uh, out here. Uh, it's a little little town called Clear Creek, which is just outside of Fort Roland. And um, like you said, we're we're a dog friendly establishment. Actually, we're a dog encouraging establishment is what We like to say because really a lot of our customers they come here with their time. and uh you know, it's time to get out, um taste some wine, taste some cider, but also it's time to get, um,
2: you know a little bit. Can you come a little closer to your microphone? Yeah. How's that? Oh, I think that's a little better. Thank you.
6: All right. Very good.
2: Now, the Great Dane, the mascot. Tell us about the Great Dane, the mascot of the winery.
6: Well, he's here right now. Let's see if... Uh, a year and a half old, and uh, yeah, he's a uh, gorgeous. Uh, yes, thanks very much. Well, he yeah, he's a big suck. To be honest with you, he's just a giant, giant lap dog.
2: But he loves spending time with other people's dogs while uh, while they're visiting here. Yeah. Now, when does the winery open for people to come and visit, and certainly bring their dogs with them while they're shopping and doing some wine tasting? I love the names of some of the products. How do you think of these names that you that you put on the product?
6: Well, I, I think a lot of them come to us as we're doing some of the
2: jobs around the vineyard and in the
6: winery. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, friends and family who always like to offer. So whenever we hear a good one, we write it down. We've got, a lot of products. Uh, I think we've got about seven different types of lines for cider. And we're developing new products all the time. So, uh, yeah, we've got a long list of names. Uh, some we've already used. Some we've we've got uh, to use still. But
2: um, yeah, they're all they're all pretty cool and unique our wine. Yeah, if you can stay closer to your microphone, that would be good because we are losing you a bit. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, stay very close to the mic if you could. Um, okay. What are some of the names of the uh, the the products that you have?
6: Sure, I'll I'll run through our hard ciders. So we've got uh, Top Dog Hard Cider, which is a six apple blend. That's the one you tried at your friend's place there. We've also got our Best in Show Hard Cider. That's a, a blend of 21 different kinds of apples. All, nice. here, from, all here from our winery, our state here. Uh, we've got uh, Sassy Bitch. Actually, I a bottle of Sassy, bitch. Uh, Sassy Bitch wine. wine. <laughs> I yeah, see right. it there. That
2: one's a hard cider. It's a bad hard cider.
6: It's, a, it's another fun one. And then uh, we've got Dog House. Uh, that's a hard cider. And then we've got all, all kinds of different are and
2: that sort of thing as well. But
6: those are, the, those are the hard ciders.
2: Nice. And now, is cider something that's growing in popularity? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we
6: started making hard ciders.
2: Uh, Come a little closer to your microphone. I'm losing you a bit. How's this? Is that better? Yeah, you know, I think it's a bit better. Our okay. producer will let me know. Okay. It wasn't really our Yeah.
6: Was very popular, and so we uh, added some more cider. Before long, we were more a cidery than we were a winery. Today, now we of course our our vineyard is much more established. I have many wines now from our vineyard, but um, it is we have
2: uh, for
6: our guests to try when they're here.
2: Terrific! What's the website so our listeners can check out your website? Absolutely. Forward to that. Okay, we're going to uh, take a short break. We'll come to our conversation. I'm going to have our producer uh, call you uh, directly, and then we can uh, continue our conversation. Uh, And we can do it that way rather than going through the live Facebook watch. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. Take a short break. We'll come back, continue our conversation with Melissa and Matt Vaughn. They are the owners of a dog-friendly winery called Hounds of Erie located in Port Rowan. Take a short break. We'll come right back.
7: The 40 rebound QW from Ford Drive to Trafalgar and Bronte to Brant, But we are problem free here now going into the evening. The rest of the highways are in good shape with no delays here either. Police investigation is still ongoing in Niagara Falls and it could take some time. Niagara Parkway is still closed between Clifton Hill and Hiram Street. So take Falls Avenue when coming from Clifton Hill instead. It's the final days of Leon's Saferhood event. Discover deals on furniture, mattresses, appliances, electronics, and more. Ends Wednesday. Don't miss out. Visit leons.ca for details. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB. Time saver traffic next in 15 minutes.
8: Cloudy for tonight. There is a chance that we'll see some light snow in the overnight hours, temperature rising to plus two by morning. Tomorrow, cloudy chance of some light snow early in the morning, then a chance of rain showers later on in the morning. We'll see rain showers or flurries starting in the afternoon, high of five. Wednesday, we'll see flurries with a high of one. I'm Bonnie Heslop a News Talk 610 CKTB.
3: If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, the food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. Open Monday to Thursday 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS.
1: Everyone at Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is excited to welcome pet owners back into the clinic. Please be patient as this will be phased in over the first two weeks of March to ensure there's a safe flow of owners and their pets. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center is fully open for all your pet's needs, including physiotherapy, swimming, fitness, and weight loss programs. Come out of the cold and exercise your pet in the heated swimming pool. Call 289-362-5900 or visit canineconditioningcenter.ca.
3: If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, the food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. Open Monday to Thursday 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today.
4: This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk
2: 610 CKTB. He's a man's Welcome back to Dog Talk ladies and gentlemen, glad you could be here with us and uh, I'm in conversation with uh, owners (laughs) Melissa and Matt Vaughn, the owners of Hounds of Erie, Uh, they're located in Port Rowan, they have a dog friendly winery, we kind of had a crappy uh, connection through uh, doing it uh, online so now we're on the phone with them, are you guys there? Yeah we're we're here! About oh, that. terrific! So so once again, your business is called Hounds of Erie, located in Port Rowan. You're a dog-friendly winery. You make a phenomenal cider. Uh, friends of mine, as I was saying earlier, Terry and Shannon had my wife and I, uh, Deb and I, uh, over to their home for dinner. That's when I first discovered the Top Dog Cider. So delicious. Uh, not overly sweet. Very uh, Very refreshing. Um, hats off to you guys for producing such an awesome product here in Ontario.
0: Oh, thanks very much, Dave.
2: Uh, yeah, we uh, we do go kind of out of our
0: way to really focus on the quality of all our products here. We make both wine and hard cider. Um, one of the unique qualities of our ciders uh, that people are really drawn to, um, you know, besides obviously all the dog names that we have with them, is the fact that we are able to make them without having to add any extra sugar. That is a, a big Selling feature for a lot of folks these days. People are trying to be a little bit more calorie conscious, but they don't want to give up that quality. They don't want to give up the flavor. And through our our methods of making that hard cider, we've you know we found a way to do that and still provide uh, a delicious product for everybody. So and we're we're very happy about it.
2: And uh, before we took a short break, I was asking you if you could tell the listeners some of the names of the uh, the wines. Uh, you've got some cool names. Uh, kind of pet related and uh, the reception wasn't too good so we weren't able to hear everything but uh, if you could give us some of those names of the uh, the wines I thought that's really cool if you could do that now.
0: Yeah no problem David and sorry about the reception before so we've got you know we've got a handful of hard ciders I'll run through those the first one is called Top Dog Hard Cider and that's a blend of six different kinds of apples all those apples are, are here in Norfolk County and then we've also got um our estate hard cider which is called the best in show that's made of 21 different kinds of apples all grown here on our property it's you know probably one of the more complex ciders that you can get uh you know maybe even in canada uh we nice. got a... sorry sorry
2: no i said that's nice oh yes yeah, thanks yeah yeah it's
0: my favorite um uh one of the other uh favorites here at the winery is called sassy bitch it's a it's a raspberry hard cider and then the last one is a hot hard cider that we call a uh, doghouse. Uh, so both of those are made with golden russet apples. A little bit harder to find apple, but boy, it sure gives it a nice uh, a nice touch there in the finish
2: of it. Excellent. Now, have you got uh, some summer events coming up where you're encouraging people to come to the winery with their dogs?
9: Yeah, we sure do, actually. Um, so this year we are going to be hosting what we are called the Dog Days of Summer um, so we have uh, looked through our calendar starting in May and goes right through every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, um, different uh, breeds that we are going to encourage to come to our winery to have a, a breed meetup days. So it's going to vary from all types of dogs, uh, big, small, uh, mixed breeds, everything that way. Um, it's a fun time for a lot of people to get together and mingle with their with their dogs and owners. And we found that we get a lot of people coming from all over the place to uh, to meet up with their similar breeds, uh, which is really fun to see uh, that way. And as well, we do an annual uh, dog event here, which is called Top Dog, um, sorry, uh, the Top Dog Wine and Tails Festival, which we've kind of rebranded for this year because we're hoping to kind of expand uh, going forward. Uh, Last year was our first year having vendors along uh, for the day. So we had dog-related uh, activities, uh, such as lure coursing, which was a lot of fun, and people could come and try that out. Uh, we have a professional photographer who takes photos in our vineyard with uh, the dogs and their families, which always turn out really fabulous. Uh, and then also the tasting. So we provide a cup, and uh, they all get to try some tastings of our wines and ciders and just enjoy a fun day out uh, wandering the property and mingling again with other dog loving people. And uh, it's a great weekend uh, to kind of come out. It's free to come in and if you want to do some of the activities, there is a cost to those and you can get a tickets online uh, for that. Um, but it's every year it's gotten bigger and more fun and a lot more canines coming. So it's great to have everybody. And what goes
2: better? What goes better than wine and dogs really? <laughs>
9: Yeah, exactly no, I,
2: right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, Once again, please give our listeners your website so we can direct them your way.
9: Yeah. So our website is hounds, so uh, hounds with a plural, and then houndsoferiewinery dot com.
2: Yeah. And you have a great social media presence. You have a Facebook page that people can visit, and and that's where they yeah. can discover uh, your upcoming events, where they can bring the dog to the to the winery and have a good time.
9: Yeah, exactly, yeah, Instagram and Facebook is where you'll find us most present on our social media and uh, we'll always be updating it when the events are happening, the dates. We also have an event page right on our uh, website, which you can go to and once everything has been finalized, you'll be able to go on there and purchase any tickets or uh, anything for any of our events that way.
2: Terrific, now listen, hit me up for a prize uh because i'd be happy to donate a 10-week dog obedience group course gift certificate for uh, a prize for one of your upcoming events at the winery
9: that would be, be fantastic. Great. we really would appreciate that yeah thank you thank you so much yeah <laughs> keep up the
2: great work uh at the winery keep up the awesome product you're producing and uh and i think it's awesome that uh, you've got a dog friendly winery and i i just love the names of some of the, the wines <laughs> Excellent, especially the one yep. called Classy Bitch. I love the name of that uh, wine.
0: <laughs> wow, thanks very much, Dave. Thanks for
2: having us on. Yeah, we you so we
0: appreciate your time.
2: You take care, Melissa and Matt Vaughn, owners of Hounds of Erie Winery. Check them out online. Bert Rowan, as I said, friends of mine, Terry and Shannon, had us down for dinner. Uh, Terry cracked open uh, Top Dog Cider for me. And I'm not normally a cider guy, but the Top Dog Cider blew my mind. And I was like, yes, this is so delicious. So check them out. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take a short break. We'll come back with the Wolfman. Mr. Wolf, Starchild, outdoor educator, adventurist, canine first aid instructor, axe throwing guy, barefoot guy, walks around barefoot. Is wild. It's a wild and crazy man. I'm Dave the Dog Man. You're listening to Dog Talk on 610 CKTB. We'll take a short break. Come back with Wolf Star Child in just a couple minutes talking about dog sledding with your dog. a
1: 610 CKTB, Niagara's news talk leader. Everything you need to know from Niagara, across
3: Niagara this morning, across the country, further disruptions to our supply chains,
1: and around the world. Start your day in the know with Niagara in the morning with Tim Dennis. News and sports every half hour, traffic and weather every 15 minutes. Dig into the news and the social issues of the day with the voice of Niagara. 610 CKTB, online at 610CKTB.com.
2: Death. We don't like to talk about it. But it's part of life. How do you want to be remembered?
4: I'm George Dart from George Dart Funeral Chapel. I'm Ernie Morgan from Morse and Son Funeral Home. And I'm Tina Mosner of Pelham Funeral Home. When you're ready to talk about your funeral, we are here to help you pre-plan with the greatest measure of respect for your wishes. PelhamFuneralHome.ca Honored to serve the Pelham community. Mr. Furnace. Need a new furnace? My family does. Don't pay till next year with Mr. Furnace. Get 12 months, no payments, no interest, and save up to $3,000 on select systems. Do you have them in stock? Stock is limited, so Google Mr. Furnace now. Mr. Furnace Heating and Air Conditioning is here to help and keep families warm. Feel right at home with Mr. Furnace. Hurry and Google Mr. Furnace. Let the guys in the green trucks save you big bucks. Why do so many pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Main West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable with financing for qualifying clients and are now welcoming back patients into the clinics. Visit Main West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com and Heartland Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com.
3: If your dog could talk, they'd be telling you all about the incredible deals happening right now at Pet Food Outlet. They'd say something like, the food prices are so low, the competition is howling. Your dog would also mention the selection of sweaters, coats, and boots, the pet-friendly ice melt, warm beds, and reflective collars. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday, 9 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. Visit Pet Food Outlet on Facebook today.
7: A vehicle came and then went on the Fort Erie Band QW at Eastport, but Fort Erie Band delays remain through Halton Region from Ford Drive to Trafalgar and Bronte to Brant. However, slowly but surely, things are easing off there. That police investigation is still ongoing on the Niagara Parkway in Niagara Falls. The stretch between Clifton Hill and Hiram Street remains closed. As well, sewer works underway in Niagara Falls, closing Victoria Avenue from bridge to park. That's going to last until March the 18th. It's the final days of Leon's Saverhood event. Discover deals on furniture, mattresses, appliances, electronics, and more. And Wednesday, don't miss out. Visit leons.ca for details. I'm Miles Marcus, 610 CKTB, Time Saver Traffic.
8: Cloudy for tonight. There is a chance that we'll see some light snow in the overnight hours, temperature rising to plus two by morning. Tomorrow, cloudy chance of some light snow early in the morning, then a chance of rain showers later on in the morning. We'll see rain showers or flurries starting in the afternoon, high of five. Wednesday, we'll see flurries with a high of one. I'm Bonnie Heslop a News Talk 610 CKTB.
1: News Talk 610 CKTB.
4: Segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center.
2: I was first attracted by your sin. Your heart
3: must be By the time I saw your flame, it was all over for you and what's his name.
1: Now, more dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610, CKTB.
2: Dog giving you a hassle? If so, contact me directly. Go to my website, davemcman.ca. We do board and train programs, private lessons, behavior modification consultations. We do group obedience classes for puppies and adult dogs. We have kids coming to take training lessons to learn how to train their dogs, and we have seniors coming to take training lessons as well. We have a lot of fun at the Dog Academy. Reach out to me. I can teach you how to train your dog. Check out the website, DaveMcMan.ca. Text or contact me directly, 289-687-0505, 289-687-0505. Don't hit your dog. Don't get mad. Don't get frustrated. I can help you train your dog. You're in good hands. Okay, don't worry about that. So we'll, we'll teach you how to do it properly without... Getting frustrated. Earlier, I was talking about the plant-based pet food company. Somebody wanted me to uh, tell them the name of it again. Omni. Omni is the new plant-based pet food company offering pet owners $6,000 to smell their dog's poop and to keep track of the dog's poop for two months. You have to switch your dog to the plant-based diet and keep track of this, that, and the other thing. And you make six grand. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they poop less with the plant-based pet food. Maybe they stink less. Maybe they stink more. I I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. Anyway, without delay, the wolf man is back on the Dog Talk radio show. Wolf Starchild, he's an outdoor educator, adventurist, canine first aid instructor, and many other things. I don't have his biography in front of me, but the guy's incredible. He's always interesting to talk to. We're gonna talk about uh, recreational dog sledding with your northern breed of dog say hello to wolf star child everyone hey wolf what's happening hey Dave haven't seen you in a long time hope you're keeping well I'm keeping really good how are things going in your world with your dogs you having fun with your dogs taking oh, them out busy. sledding
5: yeah busy busy my guys just love this weather The colder the better they they hibernate in summer and they come alive in winter, basically the opposite of me. I don't enjoy winter, but um, funny thing when you have a northern breed and you get into dog mushing, dog sledding, uh, even if you just have one dog, you can change your whole perspective about winter, right? You can go from wanting to hibernate and sleep and do nothing all day and just go to work at home to looking forward to the cold days. So You can get your guys out and just do more with your dog.
2: Yeah. And it's good exercise for him, and it's a lot of fun. So you mentioned the northern breeds, your Samoids, some pronounce it Samoyed, Siberian Huskies, the, uh, the northern breeds, the list goes on. Aside from northern breeds being innately cut out for this kind of sled dog work, uh, what other attributes uh, should a dog have to be uh, deemed uh, to excel, you know, in sled dog work? They just love to pull uh, a lot of there's uh, some of the more prolific and professional dog
5: mushers in ontario uh don't even use huskies uh they i think somebody uses a a blue healer her name is i believe her name is karen and she's once literally metal after medal after medal with these two short-haired dogs she just puts jackets on them and uh, and away they go and she's traveled all over the world with them so you don't have you just have to have a dog or enough dogs capable enough of pulling you on skis uh, a bike or 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 a sled and um, I got I got involved in dog mushing over a decade ago I'm certainly not a professional musher like uh, some of the people are just recreational my dogs love to pull and that's sort of how I got into it is like you know you go for a walk I'm sure you've seen many husky owners that struggle with this right you go for a walk and the dog walks you pulls yeah. you all over the place and it's like okay You know, there's, I I remember, you know, when I did this job doing dog sledding, I've got to, I'm going to do this with my dog. Um, So I think one of the key things to remember is your dog can never pull by its neck, right? Even though, um, you know, to honor the words of yourself that neck is the strongest part of the dog, dog should never pull with its neck. Uh, So you need to go and get yourself a proper, appropriate pulling harness. You won't find these at pet stores for the most part. You have to usually get them online. Websites like Alpine Outfitters and a few others make specific harnesses designed to pull for your dog, so your dog won't um, won't hurt themselves. The other thing, your dog needs to be two years old. Uh, I'm sure you can speak to that more than most people. That your dog's bones have to be fully formed. Um, so don't take a six month old or eight month old dog, and they can run with you, but they can't pull.
2: Good point. Good point. What other equipment? or initial cash outlay would be required for someone to come into this as an enthusiast? Uh,
5: what First thing is just get yourself some skis and a rock climbing harness. So go to any thrift store or Value Village or whatever your favorite one is, find some cross country skis, but get yourself a rock climbing harness. You can get those, uh, you know, wherever your favorite outdoor shop is uh, or on Amazon, of course, put the rock climbing harness on with the uh, connection to your dog And your dog's going to take you for a ride. Do expect to fall lots and lots and lots until you get your dog legs, (laughs) as it were. (laughs) Um, So, you know, basically how I started with my Husky is I went to a nice long trail. I made sure there was no one there uh, because collisions can be very serious, right? Someone walking along the trail with headphones on and not paying attention. And you come barreling up behind them at 20 kilometers an hour. You know, it's very serious. You don't want to hurt your dog or the person, I guess, definitely not your dog. Um, Yeah, and you just give your dog, you're like, hey, let's go, and your dog will go. Um, They have a great time, you know, any kind of Northern breed, it has been bred in them for thousands and thousands of years to love to pull, to love to haul, and if you're on skis, you don't weigh much, so you're you're gonna go.
2: (laughs) Now, if I was doing it, I'd wanna say mush. (laughs)
5: You can say anything you want. Some people do say mush. Uh, Some people say ready, let's go. It's whatever gets the most enthusiasm out of you and into your dog. Um, And just like you have, uh, like you teach a lot that, you know, if you're scared or nervous, your nervousness goes right literally like uh, two tin cans and a string to your dog, your excitement does the same. So when you're on those skis and you've got those poles and the harness and you give that dog the command, you know, they just love it. And they will go, you know, you don't have to go out 30 kilometers, one kilometer for, to get you used to it. Uh, the problem that most new people find in the industry is your dogs, dogs are strong and the dog will drag you all over the place. Even when you fall, uh, it's just more of a challenge, right? yeah. <laughs> more of a challenge for the dog to drag you when you get stuck. Uh, but definitely if you have a Northern breed dog, you know, I recommend everybody try their dog out, see if they love it. See if the dog has that passion for pulling and running and it's, Uh, you were asking about dollar value-wise. I mean, you should be able to get into the sport for under 200 bucks, other than the cost of your dog.
2: Yeah. Now, are you currently offering any sort of instruction for people wanting to uh, do some recreational sled dog work with their dogs?
5: Yes, absolutely. Um, I would do it mostly privately, so I wouldn't offer it as a class. I would do it one-on-one. The way that it's been a strange year for snow, where we've had a lot of snow for a while, and now, for whatever reason, the snow is leaving. Uh, but most certainly, if someone wanted to contact me, uh, my website is barefootbushcraft.com, uh, and they can message me, and I can certainly point people in the right direction, get them all set up. Um, there's a couple of Facebook groups. There's an Ontario. There's several in Ontario groups designed to help new people get involved because it can be scary, right? Like you're, you know, you're, you're going out there with your dog. You're, you're basically putting your dog in charge of you and hoping that nothing goes wrong so you want to make sure you're going to a remote area where there isn't a lot of other people around at first uh to get that kind of you know your personal confidence up make sure that your dog will stop when you ask him to slow down and stop um mm-hmm. and you know turns and stuff like that are really a challenging for new for new people especially if you're on skis uh yeah. in the colder weather so when it drops down around zero and there's no snow uh i use a special bicycle it's called a paw trekker. it looks kind of like a kid's scooter but it's huge um and we use that and we rip around on that and and the dogs just love it and it's got brakes which
2: is a nice feature so again your website is barefootbushcraft.com that's correct yes so you can go to barefootbushcraft.com there's lots of stuff on there um now what are the ideal conditions for snow on the ground in your opinion for those that are going to go out and hit the trail, hit the snow with the dogs and uh, enjoy some dog sledding from a recreational perspective. What, what do you want on the ground?
5: Usually anything that's matted down is very, very nice. So my guys personally don't like what's called breaking trail. So they don't like going through fresh powdery snow. Uh, it's a lot extra work for them, right? Just like, you know, you running on asphalt versus running on sand. So they prefer something that's not not necessarily ice because ice they can slip. But um, a lot of times I will take my guys, if there's enough uh, snow for sled, I will go on to any place where there's evidence of snowmobilers, right? right. So, because the snowmobiles will pack down the sled, the snow. Uh, a lot of times for the provincial parks will plow the, plow the roads of the parks, even in winter for emergency vehicles and stuff. So they get a nice packed down full of snow. The only danger is if you're going on, an, on a roadway that's been plowed, be very wary if there's bare spots. So if there's a spot where you're oh, ripping along doing... That would doing, suck,
2: boy, oh boy. Yes.
5: Oh, it's happened to me many times where I'm like, whoa, this is great. The guys get up to speed and then out of nowhere, you know, I hit a patch of gravel and oh, I stop dead and over I go. Definitely wear a helmet if you have a helmet and you're new. Um, again, pick the stuff up. Most of the stuff you can get at a secondhand store. At least something to, to, you know, to protect the noggin for when you take a tumble. And you will. Expect to fall. Um, you know, whether it's on a bike uh, an actual dog sled or, um, you know, or skis, but it, yeah. it, for you and the dog, it's the most rewarding thing you can do.
2: Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, you're a first aid instructor, you're a canine first aid instructor yourself. You've uh, provided uh, my clients with, with awesome, uh, canine first aid seminars. Uh, are you taking a first aid kit with you, uh, when you hit the trails with your dogs? Oh,
5: absolutely! I always because I live in a remote area. I always take literally like a survival kit with me. So I've got like fire starting stuff, matches, uh, you know, cotton balls to start a fire, first aid kit. Because if I'm five to six kilometers, seven kilometers out on a trail, and I happen to get hurt, or the d- worst, my dog gets hurt, uh, I'm responsible for getting myself and the and my and my my dog's back. Um, so definitely, you know, I would have eat throw. A, if I'm on skis, I'll take a backpack with a bit of supplies in it. Same with either a bike or um, or the sled. I'll have a, um, you know, a little bag or something like that that attaches to the handlebars so that I have stuff with me. I have a YouTube channel, actually, that we talk about stuff like that on it.
2: Yeah, well, feel free to uh, plug that.
5: Yeah, it's it's Barefoot Bushcraft on YouTube. So just like uh, our website, barefootbushcraft.com, and there's all kinds of survival stuff on there. But specifically, if you pick through, we've released a few videos uh, just on you know dog sledding and going into the backcountry with your dogs.
2: Now we've talked about this before, and we're going to talk about it again right now. Uh, as your business is called Barefoot Bushcraft, uh, many times you can be seen uh, teaching uh, and engaging in your outdoor activities completely barefoot. Can you can you elaborate? <laughs> right. Can you elaborate on your uh, your barefoot? Practices. I mean, uh, you know, is it some sort of a uh, of a ritual or some sort of a fetish or please elaborate <laughs> or a bit of both? Um,
5: no, certainly, <laughs> certainly not a fetish thing, although I get asked that a lot. Um, you know, I, I started going without shoes. I grew up in the country. You learn to feel your environment. Uh, I do a lot of wildlife and animal tracking. So that's like trying to, uh, to see what mice do, what larger animals like deer do. And you have to be quiet. So you have to be careful. Uh, I want to feel every little tiny thing on the ground. Uh, there's also like, me, un, like incredible amounts of studies on how good it's supposed to be for you. Everything from you know helping balance your body out uh, if you have bad knees, bad back, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I've tried it both. Right, I you know I'll put on the big hiking boots and I'll go for a 10k hike with my dogs and come back, and the next day I'm all stiff and sore. Go out without, and I'm not. Um, so. That's definitely just, I don't know, my dogs don't need to wear shoes, so neither do I.
2: Now, have you sustained an injury being barefoot? Have you ever had a, uh, you know, uh, something puncture your foot?
5: One of the strange things about going in your bare feet is you are more careful than the average person because you're always worried about what's underneath your your feet. You're always looking at the trail surface. You're always looking to make sure there's nothing down there that you can step on. you know, not that I go into urban areas very often, but, you know, there'd be needles. People say broken glass, but really there's not much made out of glass these days. Um, maybe beer bottles, but I mean, you don't get Coke bottles made out of glass, and that's the specialty ones. Um, but just always looking, right? And, and you yeah. start slow and you take your time. Uh, go to trails that you know, go to places that you love, and uh, take your dog with you, of course. And, uh, you know, it's better for them, too. If you're on your bare feet, you're going slower, you're going easier, and you're going to make sure you don't put your dog in a spot where they can step on stuff that can hurt them.
2: If my memory serves me correct, I've seen you stand barefoot on the snow in the snow.
5: <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> You know, it's a tolerance thing, right? The more you do it, the more your body adapts to it, the more your blood vessels adapt to it uh, to the point where I can pretty much go anywhere. And I have gone in lots and lots of uh, places where you wouldn't find people without shoes. Uh, yeah. Again in snow and, gravel and all sorts of places like that Uh, you just you build up a tolerance to it and your body just gets used to it and then it gives you a, a very different connection to your surroundings that most people don't understand
2: how many dogs typically would be ideal would you say to be you know going out to do some sled work it depends
5: on the dog uh if you've got a malamute or a husky you can get away with one if you've got dash hounds you're gonna need a bunch Um,
8: So, (laughs) usually a
5: dog can easily, um, like one dog, about a 40-pound dog with you on skis, so you're lowering. Obviously, the purpose of skis is to keep you afloat on the snow and to reduce your resistance or your friction. If I was standing in my bare feet on asphalt, the dog isn't going to be able to as easily drag me, right? But if I put roller skates on, I'm reducing my my friction. Uh, The same with skis, same with a sled, same with a bike so it, you can get away with a 40 pound dog we'll will we'll take you along. uh it maybe not up hills you're going to have to get up and push but on a flat trail one of the things i would recommend especially in the niagara area we have a lot of what are called rail trails and some people are surprised to know that trains can't climb hills trains have to be on completely flat ground so anywhere you have an old railroad trail that so it's railroad ties that have been removed and they put grass or whatever or stone down you can then use that for, uh, for learning to train your dog. There's a few really obscure ones like in Niagara Lake and that that no one ever uses, uh, so they're always empty.
2: Very good, very good information. Once again, give my listeners your contact information so they can reach out to you and they can receive some private lessons on how to do some recreational sled dog training with their northern breed of dog.
5: Sure, absolutely. So, uh, again, my website is barefoot, B-A-R-E, barefootbushcraft.com. You can find, uh, we have Instagram, Facebook, all that sort of stuff, and we have a section there on dogs. And, uh, again, if you're interested, if you got a dog, I'm a very passionate recreational musher. I have competed in sled dog races, Um, never, you know, not first, certainly nothing like the Iditarod, but... Uh, I've done some dog sled races around Ontario. I know my way around the harness, and I can help you get, point you in the right direction. Uh, most of the time, I'll work in an area around Dunville because it's not a lot of people out there. There's a couple of good parks out there that are nice and flat. Um, get you out, get you, get your dog pulling. Some people will say, oh, well, my dog won't pull. If you put a dog in front of your dog, that dog will pull. So if I go out on my bike or sleds and I'm in front of you, your dog's going to want to catch up.
2: Excellent. Always a pleasure having you on the program, Wolf. I uh, hope you have a dog gone great night. Thank you very much. Take care. Wolf Starchild Outdoor Educator. Check him out online. Check out his website. He will provide you with private one-on-one instruction so that you can enjoy some recreational sled dog training and experience with your dog. And uh, he's a very interesting guy, outdoor educator, very knowledgeable. I think you'll really enjoy yourself. I, I highly recommend Wolf Starchild. Always fun having him on the program. And thank you to my technical producer, Mr. Greg Campagna, for doing such great work, taking good care of all of us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Good thank evening. you, the listener, for tuning in. See you later. Bye.